Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Western fires burn out of control. It's like the seven plagues, biblical sense. Storm bears down on Gulf Coast. It's hot and things are going to be rough. Indoor rally in a pandemic. Thousands of loyal, hardworking, great American patriots. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Over and over again, the scene has been described as apocalyptic in western states ravaged by wildfires. At least 35 people have died and the smoke has made the air quality dangerous in parts of Washington, Oregon and California. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. In Oregon, more than a million acres have burned in a week, killing at least 10 people, including Peggy Masso and her 13-year-old grandson, Wyatt Tofty. He was the sweetest child. Wyatt's great-aunt, Susan Vaslov, says the boy's father had left to get a generator when the fire moved in. He stumbled upon a badly burned woman. She can't talk, but somewhere along the line, she either scribbles it or she whispers it, I am your wife. So he didn't even recognize her. Two days later, Wyatt, the couple's only child, was found with his grandmother in the family car, with his dog in his lap. Now to the Gulf Coast, where by this time tomorrow, forecasters say a hurricane will be lashing the region. Sally, which is a tropical storm now, has people in Mississippi and Louisiana boarding things up and taking precautions. You rather prepare for it and be ready for it rather than not do anything at all and then come back and have it replace everything. Some evacuees from Hurricane Laura are still in New Orleans, an area that could be hit hard by Sally. The latest CBS News Battleground Tracker poll has Joe Biden clinging to a slim lead in Arizona, a state President Trump won in 2016, and the Democrat has a nine-point edge in Minnesota. CBS News Director of Elections, Anthony Salvanto. If there's one key group that's been trending towards the Democrats, you want to watch in all these states, it is those college-degree-holding women with whom Joe Biden is building much larger leads than the Democrats had back in 2016. On 60 Minutes, correspondent Scott Pelley spoke with Bob Woodward. President Trump admitted to Woodward in taped interviews for his book that he downplayed the coronavirus threat. I said it's a tough book. There are going to be things that you are not going to like. But it looks like I don't have it on this book, but we'll get you sometime later. It's tough, sir. And after you told the president that it was, in your words, a tough book, what did he do? An hour and a half later, he tweeted that the Bob Woodward book is going to be fake. President Trump's indoor rally yesterday in Nevada was condemned by the state's Democratic governor as unsafe. CBS's Nicole Killian is in Las Vegas. Tell your governor to open up your state, by the way. While those behind the president and in front of the cameras wore masks, most of the crowd did not. 
But that didn't bother supporters like Mila Christensen, who camped out overnight. I'm not wearing a mask. That's a, it shows that I trust my president. The average number of daily reported coronavirus cases in the U.S. is down about 18 percent in the last two weeks. As CBS's David Begno tells us, many colleges are the new hotspots. According to a New York Times survey of more than 1,600 schools, colleges and universities recorded more than 36,000 coronavirus cases in just the last week. An outbreak at Michigan State University has county health officials urging all students to self-quarantine for 14 days. But not everyone is convinced that that plan is going to work long term. Eventually, most people are going to get it. And that is exactly what worries infectious disease experts like Dr. Michael Osterholm. With the colleges and universities opening, with people experiencing even more pandemic fatigue, we're going to see these numbers grow substantially. Bars will be allowed to reopen today in Florida for the first time since June. John Sanfilippo owns several and wants to make sure they stay open. We don't want the industry to get shut down again, so we have to ask people to please follow the social distancing guidelines. There was a vigil last night in Southern California. For the two L.A. County Sheriff's deputies who were shot and wounded over the weekend while they were in a patrol car near a train station in Compton. The two deputies were doing their job, minding their own business, and watching out for the safety of the people on the train and seeing somebody just walk up and just start shooting on them. It pisses me off. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva says there is surveillance video of the attack. No arrests have been made. A $100,000 reward is being offered up. A sheriff's deputy in Clayton County, Georgia, has been fired after he was caught on video repeatedly punching a black man during a traffic stop. 26-year-old Roderick Walker was a passenger in a car pulled over for an apparent broken taillight. There's been an 11th-hour switch in the sale of a popular but controversial video app. CBS's Vicki Barker. At the last minute, TikTok rejected Microsoft's bid for its U.S. operations, opting instead for Oracle. Oracle co-founder Larry Ellison is a strong supporter of President Trump. Not clear if that will be enough for the president to drop his plan to ban the Chinese-owned app over national security fears. 71-year-old Yoshihida Suga has been elected the new head of Japan's ruling party, assuring he'll win a parliamentary election later on this week to become the country's next prime minister. In our School Matters series, CBS's Jim Crisula says some parents in the pandemic have discovered there's no place like home for schooling. Homeschooling numbers are skyrocketing. Our numbers are up about 40%. Zan Tyler founded the South Carolina Association of Independent Homeschools. Parents, not only in South Carolina, but nationwide, began realizing they may have to do something differently this year than they've ever done. That includes Julie Kent, who lives in Columbia, South Carolina. As Corona was increasing, I thought, if as a stay-at-home mom, I have this opportunity to invest in my children during their formative years... Plus, I can protect them from this crazy virus. Why wouldn't I take that opportunity? The U.S. Open tennis final was won for the ages. Dominic Team became the first man in 71 years to win the title after dropping the first two sets. It's Dominic Team's time. On ESPN, the Austrian rallied to win the final three against Alexander Zavreyev in a nearly empty Arthur Ashe Stadium. 
As the pandemic lingers, millions of Americans need work. But some employers are concerned about keeping good people once the economy rebounds. Salary reductions and planned salary freezes. The reasons why employers are highly concerned about retaining key workers during COVID-19. They're worried that with new job openings and new job opportunities coming up, they may be flight risks. Paul McDonald with the staffing firm Robert Half says employers are pitching benefits. Wellness programs, professional development programs, and flexible scheduling. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. In the opening Sunday of NFL action, players locked arms, took a knee, or raised fists during the national anthem. Some teams stayed in the locker room during it all. In Atlanta, the Seahawks kicked off to the Falcons, and the players on the field stood and watched the ball sail into the end zone, then took a knee for 10 seconds. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.